Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group Roundtable with partner Veteran Legislative Voice. It's Saturday, October 29th, 2022. October is Breast Cancer, Mental Health, National Disability, and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I am Vietnam Veteran co-founder and host Cliff Kelly. He is the illustrious one, the Cliff Kelly. Uh, I am his uh, minor co-host, <laughs> Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is the incomparable Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. He's here every week and is doing an incredible job, uh, the person we need to have on the job. And today we have someone who is really uh, a special partner, uh, Stephanie Collada. Uh, she is a U.S. Army Reserve Sergeant First Class, veteran and founder of Creator of Veterans Legislative Voice. She has been on the side of veterans for many years and has done an stellar job of making sure you understand where we stand with our legislative initiatives. So today we're going to talk about the November 8th election. You decide. Like you know, you didn't know it was going to happen, right? We've had commercial after commercial. I have a thousand emails on my phone every day about different uh, political parties asking me for money. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we will get something out of the money that we all are spending on our legislators. But uh, I'm going to turn it over now to Stephanie. Why don't you give us an idea of what's going on right now? Hi. So um, <laughs> right now... With the election coming up, there's been, of course, a lot of polls and a lot of nervousness that's going on because everybody's expecting it to be a very, very close race. And it can either go one way or the other, and it could just be splitting hairs at this point. Yes. So it's really important for people out there to understand what they're voting for, who they're voting for, so they can make the best decision, honestly, for everybody involved. Yes, because there was one thing that you were talking about before was uh, uh, that, that was covered uh, earlier. It was the House uh, Resolution 8888, the Food Security for All Veterans Act. And uh, yeah. that is something that, you know, I know that uh, about 54 Republicans voted against it, but not really clear on why that happened. Um, but what what is that all about? Is there anything that we should know about that? Well, I mean, uh there isn't really. Uh, I've been searching and searching. There is a one common thing that does happen in Congress is that the opposite party would vote no for something that would make the that party uh, look better. So there's honestly that type of politics that becomes involved. Um, those forty four, excuse me, fifty four Republicans that voted against um, Republicans typically complain about uh, the spending or the funding involved because, of course. A lot of bills that Democrats do tend to sponsor or introduce do take up a lot of money. But that's often things that we mostly need, like, for example, um, the Agent Orange uh, bills that was put in and passed, the Blue Water 
um, veterans bills that have been put in and passed and also the PACT Act to help with burn pit veterans. All of those include a lot of money and they were introduced, pushed and sponsored by Democrats and not Republicans. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then there was also one one other piece of legislation. It was the uh, Senate bill. It was S-11198. Uh, uh, the 117th Congress actually pushed this in 2021, 2022. But then it was yeah. a solid uh, start act of 2022. And it, yeah. it looks like it received a lot of friction because the VA recently changed its policy about abortion. And solid yes. start would require the VA to inform veterans of their health care options, including reproductive health, which, of course, causes a conundrum, right? Because now you, you're sort of caught between uh, geopolitics and, and legislation and health care. Yes, it's so true. And so for the solid start of 2022 um, was introduced and pushed by um, one of the representatives, uh, Elise Slotkin, and I can't quite remember the senator's name um, off the top of my head, but uh, Representative Slotkin had really fought for the passage of this bill as is. And yes, the pro-life caucus had a had an interesting fight about it. The bill is basically ensuring that the VA will contact veterans um, three times in their first 12 months of transitioning out of the military so that they know what um, services are available for them, uh, to how to get enrolled, how to uh, where to start for VA disability, all of that type of information is in there. And, of course, uh, Secretary McDonough did change the interim rule, and there's a lot of fight on that because there is the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment uh, was input, inputted the same year as Roe v. Wade, 1976, which re- uh, restricts any federal funding for abortions uh, in any of the agencies. Um, currently, the military still does cover abortions for um, rape, incest, and for the health of the mother, but um, the VA had not. And then so Secretary McDonough has changed that interim rule to allow that, and he also um, left it kind of open-ended of how to interpret interpret the uh, the health of the mother. So that way, doctors will be able to have more uh, room for them to make their decisions. Yeah, you know, this, it's uh, it's really sad when you're, you're talking about criminalizing healthcare workers for you know trying to save someone's life. I <laughs> I just don't understand how they even got down that path. Um, and you know, uh, that's one of the things is that you know it's you know, the healthcare um, providers should have the freedom to um, look at the expectations of the person that they're treating and work with them to try to find out what is it that we need to do to preserve your health and your well-being. And I, I just can't understand how they get into this. And, and, and the reason why I thought it was so important to mention those two pieces of legislation, you know, uh, the Food Security uh, for All uh, Veterans Act and then also the Solid Start, is because now you're talking about going into an election cycle, and I know you're here to talk about, you know, what should we be looking for and why is it so important to understand the fundamental principles of those people you are electing. And this is one of the repercussions. If you don't know those things, you don't know where, which path they're going down, and you don't know if they're going to turn around and ch- do something different from what they said on their campaign trail. Uh, it's so tr- that's so true, and it's really important. I'll add to right, the right. abortion care portion, especially right. for federal funding. It's um, the Alabama State Attorney General actually said that he would prosecute 
VA doctors for performing abortions on rape and incest victims, even though it's on technically they're performing on military on uh, federal property. So this guy, Steve Marshall, is actually up for election this year. So it's really important for everybody to understand, especially the incumbents, and what they say they're going to plan to do. Republicans have also said that they are going to cut back on Social Security payments and um, lots of other things that could be very scary for many people that depend on that. Yeah, I remember this going back in time. was uh, Someone had said it, it was um, when someone tells you who they are, believe it. <laughs> I think it may have been Maya Angelou. I'm not sure, but someone had made that comment. <laughs> so, uh, the, you know, people are showing you who they are, and you better take take it to heart when they're telling you that this is what I'm going to do to you. Uh, yes. And it's, re- it's really scary when you possibly catch politicians lying or saying incorrect things, things that they might not understand. I love to point out Governor Abbott, who... Uh, didn't it doesn't understand uh, how women how women find out that they are pregnant because he believes that at conception uh, women know that they're pregnant and then they have six weeks to have an abortion. Well, the actual biology and anatomy of it is that you don't find out until five or six weeks, and so, for some even later than that. So it's very frustrating when these types of things happen. So we really need to educate ourselves on those elected officials. Yeah, and then, you know, there's also one thing that's always left out of this discussion, and it's the mental health aspect of women who are going through that. It is not an easy decision. It is not an easy thing to go through. And anyone who thinks it is, they're just completely out of whack. (laughs) They don't understand what is actually going on in that kind of situation. And so they should be treated with kindness and respect and understanding, especially in cases of rape and incest, and especially if it's something with, you know, with, you know, that you're doing something within your family structure with incest. It's not something that should be taken lightly and that people should have the prerogatives to go forward and to talk to their medical provider and have an outcome that makes them whole. And uh, yeah. we don't we don't talk about that enough. No, we don't. And um, the Hyde Amendment had even uh, restricted uh, doctors from even doing abortion counseling, which is so important, especially for um, veterans that are in states that require um, a uh, abortion counseling by doctors for the exceptions for medical things. So before when Dobbs' decision happened, I didn't even know how whether my doctors could, and then I found out they couldn't. Um, the most vulnerable socioeconomic demographic for veterans are the ones that primary, primarily use the VA because they can't afford anything else. So that's a really scary thing. And I do like that you pointed out the mental health aspect of it because um, there was a congressional hearing uh, weeks ago, uh, I believe in early September, late August, they had one covering reproductive health care um, in the House Veterans Affairs Committee, and one of the representatives, uh, Mike Boast from Illinois, had not understood why a mental health professional would be involved in abortion counseling. And it frustrated me so much because a lot of women, military women and veteran women, are um, have expo- been exposed to sexual harassment, sexual assault, one in four military women 
actually experienced sexual assault in their military career, which is crazy because for civilian women, it's one in seven in their entire lives. We're only looking at three to maybe 12 years. So it's really scary when those things happen. So it's more likely that veteran women and military women are going to be on these mental health uh, medications that would have to be immediately stopped if they became pregnant because they're not compatible with the pregnancy. So coming off of these medications immediately can cause so many issues, um, mental health-wise, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And having the mental health professional in the room for the abortion counseling is vital for our women. Yes. And, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, I, you know I, there, there's a time to protest and a time to, uh, sh- you know, to show your viewpoint when you're doing things. And for people to stand in front of abortion clinics and tell, call these women murderers when they're going through this mental health issue we're talking about and maybe have gone through a rape, they're adding more injury to insult, insult to injury, right? They're, they're actually yes. making things worse. So they, so yes. if they have any compassion about people, they need to be out of there and don't be trying to bomb clinics. Don't be trying to do things that are irrational. If you have a particular point, that's why we have polls. That's why we vote. You know, mm-hmm. but don't be uh, putting yourself out there. Uh, this, you know, this is sort of rings in, in my mind about what just happened to Nancy Pelosi's husband with someone with a hammer. This is just a t- yes. tantamount to doing that to women, taking yeah. a hammer to a woman's head uh, by, yes, by taking away her of choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So scary. It's so it's so terrible. And then when you talk about um, with going through all of that mental health wise. Mm-hmm. The DOD Secretary um, Lloyd Austin, Honorable Lloyd Austin, had just put in a new policy to allow travel expenses for um, people that require an abortion, that they will actually pay for them to go to a state and location that could actually give it to them if they are in a very restricted location. Forty percent of our military are in highly restricted abortion ban locations which is scary. And I am actually really scared for the people that do require abortions and have to travel because if you have been raped and then you mm-hmm. are, then you become pregnant, you will have to travel most likely by plane. That means TSA patted down, going through very public close uh, locations. And it's very scary for somebody that has just recently gone through this trauma. Right. And you're also being cut off from your social support network that you may have locally. Right. You have friends yes. who are going to be helping you, talking to you and family. And so mm-hmm. you're, you're just abandoning them, throwing them in a plane and say, go somewhere. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's just uh, absolutely yeah. um, insane. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's the same. It's, it's almost like, you know, tantamount to in some part. You know, to what has been going on with uh, taking people who have gone across the border and just throwing them on a bus and sending them to another city, <laughs> you know, and some other part, another state, somewhere else. And, and we, we have to start t- treating people with dignity overall. And this is really a fundamental point of dignity, uh, taking away a, a fundamental right that we've had for decades, right? Yes. And it's it's been it's very scary. I'm. I'm actually a Florida resident, and I'm really ashamed of my governor. So I completely <laughs> feel everything that you're talking about, and it's uh, it's crazy. It feels like we're in an alternate universe right now. 
Um, the, the One of the things when it happens for rape victims and for others is that if you have to travel somewhere, military don't have a choice of where they live. They get stationed. And then when you have to travel, you have to, um, if you have to travel outside 400 miles, you got to put in a travel pass or a quest to leave that area. So there's so many restrictions. And 84% of the military are men. Um, there's, and it, the number gets higher the higher rank they get. So majority of the time, you're going to have a male supervisor that you'll have to explain what's going on. Okay. And so I keep pointing this out for those that don't have regular periods or the fear of getting pregnant so that they can understand how much uh, intrusiveness that you go through when these type of things happen. And it's pretty scary. Um, we had to go through classes when I deployed mm-hmm. because um, people didn't understand that women take birth control for things other than just not getting pregnant. Yes, and yes. so mm-hmm. when you deploy, you're allowed to get um, a six-month supply of birth control just in case that they might not be able to give you a resupply immediately. So there were supervisors that thought, my soldier's getting birth control. That means she's going to ha- be having sex everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's against general order number one. Mm-hmm. That's not that is not what's going on here. And so we actually had to have classes with people to understand that. And it was just so crazy that we had to sit through that. And this was 14 years ago. This wasn't 30 years ago. This was 14 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 that's insane. Uh, yeah. It's an insane thought because, you know, you're, you're doing it because you're trying to, you know, prevent or have, um, have something, uh, a safeguard in place that, you know, should be beyond six months if you're deployed for a year, right? So, mm-hmm. so should I take all the safeties off my guns because I may not pull the trigger? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, and it's so crazy of uh, things that happen, and so it's it's very frustrating. Um, I do want to pivot a little bit to um, helping people understand more things that happens, uh, especially with the upcoming election. One of the sites that I love the most is called Ballotpedia. B a l l o t p e d a dot org, and you can plug in your address, and you can actually look up a sample ballot. So then you know uh, the amendments that are going up for vote, the people that's going up for vote, and then you can start searching and looking up their information. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, yeah. You could find you could find you can find uh, ballot information or excuse me polling locations. You can find previous elections, so you could see how they uh, how the incumbents have actually fought and how they've actually had gone through their different elections in the past. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can learn about. Um, I do encourage people to look up their uh, House representative and their senators online. They have their own websites, uh, and you can actually see their voting history. So you could see what they voted yay or nay for. If you're looking for specific bills, definitely look that up on congress.gov. And then lastly, for for everything that you read and you find online and then you see people at the uh, on their podiums and talking, I highly encourage to basically fact check. Fact check everything. Fact everything. And <laughs> fact check everything because uh, one of my biggest complaints that's happened in the past was with the PACT Act, I keep pointing out, is that Senator Toomey and Senator uh, Ted Cruz had called the Democrats out for putting pork barrel spending in the PACT Act. 
Mm-hmm. There was no pork barrel spending in the PAC Act. PAC- it was money that was actually going to veterans, even though they said it wasn't. And it was going to fund for uh, VA clinics and other residents uh, areas so that it can actually support veterans. The reasons why they had to uh, write that in there is because they had killed a commission that was supposed to be following through with what the VA had studied. So then they can create clinics, uh, close clinics, downgrade hospitals, those type of things that had gotten killed mostly by uh, bad media press and uh, fake news, honestly. So they added that information so they can help the veterans out and actually create more clinics to support them. Wow. You know, and, and, you know, this is, uh, you, as you were saying that I was thinking in the, in the background of my head is that, you know, this is something that, um, not only is it, you know, not pork, <laughs> it's essential yeah. life-saving money for veterans. And they're doing this and saying this in light of 22 veterans dying every day still from suicide. Yes. And yes. It, it is absolutely absolutely ludicrous they should not be holding a, a, a political office i you know myself personally if if i were to be operating as a a soldier and then someone and i start doing crazy things they would pull me out of service and that's it so uh this we're out of time and i want to make sure that uh you are you know everyone knows how what great work you're doing uh stephanie and uh, if there's a, uh, do you have a, a website or a number that they can uh, get in touch with? Yeah. Um, so it's uh, Veterans Legislative Voice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I have my website with uh, vet, V-E-T-S, legislativevoice.org. And I'm also online, Steph Collada, uh, S-T-E-P-H-K-A-L-O-T-A. Do your research, like Stephanie said, and go ahead and vote with a, a, a good open heart and an intellectual head that's telling you the right person to vote for. <laughs> so thank you so All much, right. Stephanie. We're going to yes. go on to a commercial break. And stay with us, stay with us. America's Heroes Group will be back very quickly. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.